welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey coming at you. Um, <laughs> uh, this afternoon, I've got with me an old friend of mine who I've known since like the second week of freshman year at UWM, which was roughly six years ago. And um, we've uh, had an interesting uh, journey as friends, and I'm very, very pleased to be sitting with here with her today. Um, we're going to catch up, uh, talk about what's going on in our lives right now, and we're also going to talk about this year, because it's been quite a uh, chaotic time for many. So, Tamara Woods, thank you for joining me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the great introduction. I appreciate it. <laughs> of course, dude. Uh, how are you? I'm good, you know, um, you know, just kind of trying to navigate all this craziness that 2020 has been. It's been a hell of a year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just with trying to occupy my time. Um, I'm currently unemployed, like most people. So it's just, yep. <laughs> you know, it's been kind of, you know, it's a weird time, you know, I never thought that I would find myself um, with so much time on my hands. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been good, you know, I'm finishing up school. So finally, finally, um, had a little bit of a setback, but you know, that's life. Um, but yeah, you know, I've been well, just kind of taking it easy and just trying to stay sane. Yeah, <laughs> I totally hear you. Um, I am also unemployed. Um, it's been bittersweet, you know, sometimes I, like, sometimes just having a job or something that has you, like, you know, up and at them every day, like, really drives that motivation, and um, so it's been an interesting, like, navigation, trying to, like, give yourself things to do every day, um, but it is nice, like, not having to go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, and that's what, you know, I tell myself, I'm like, you know, I guess the the best thing that, you know, that I could take out of this is actually having some time to kind of step back and, you know, just kind of think about what actually is going on in life. And I, I mean, because when you're working and school and everything that you have going on, you don't have that time. You don't really have that time to kind of reflect or, you know, you're so busy. You're like, well, I'm not going to take time to actually, you know, reflect and everything like that because I got to do this. You know, I have to do that. And, um, you know, it's it's been hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, just kind of, you know, just trying to stay, you know, just trying to keep in mind that, you know, this is not going to last forever. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I can't drive myself I try not to drive myself crazy thinking about the uncertainty um because it will you know it will you know destroy you if you know you keep thinking you know like oh, what's gonna happen what am I gonna do like how you know what am I gonna do if I don't go back to you know if I don't have a job to go back to what am I gonna do um you know it, it's been difficult I'm not gonna lie and you know just trying to you know just find small things to you know keep myself busy um just so that I don't think about the negative. Um, you know, I think that's just been kind of keeping me, you know, grounded for now. Um, I had a little bit of a, a freak out yesterday, you know, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, if, if, I don't know how long this is gonna last. And, you know, I work in the nightlife industry and it's like, is there gonna be something for me to go back to, you know? And it's just a scary time. It really is. It is a very scary time for everyone. And But I always tell myself, you know, I like to tell myself, well, you know, there are people who are worse off than you. So just, you know, just keep that in mind and it's going to be okay. And, you know, I never would have, I mean, I don't know anybody else. I can't imagine anybody else would have expected 2020 to take the turn. Right. It really took oh, a yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we thought this was going to be the year Milwaukee pops off. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Like, I was like, like this is our year. <laughs> yeah, like, I work in the music scene, and, like, it's been such a, like, it was such an anticipation, man, 2020's Milwaukee's year. People are going to know the four went four. Yes. <laughs> but now, um, shows aren't even a fucking thing, so. No. 
yeah, but I mean, luckily people still have been releasing a lot of shit, so that has kept me busy. But um, yeah, I totally agree. Um, it has been like, um, you know, I, I think that this year really like exposed a lot of like what holds true to social constructs that we have just accepted by default our whole lives and it's also like exposed just how you know like we have many socioeconomic socio-political ailments as a society as even just on a global scale like but just pertaining specifically to the u.s like just systems that have repeatedly failed people they've failed poor people they've failed people that um can't help themselves right now and it, like you said like um you know we have there are like um you know to varying degrees obviously some of us have had many um like privileges in navigating the pandemic and navigating work and their unemployment and you know, taking care of their families or being able to like get treated for illness right now, but it's, it shouldn't be this varied, you know? And what a key thing you said is that like, you know, we, we get really stressed out because we're so worried about like things like sustaining jobs and sustaining income and like worried that we're not going to find jobs and we don't know what's going to happen and that right there shows that like we assign our happiness and our security based on whether or not we can have uh, have employment in um very likely um low-wage jobs or jobs that operate out of exploitative nature that you know we have to sometimes carry several at a time to just to be able to survive and this whole year has exposed all of that everything i just said and it's all fucked burn it down before i'm becoming <laughs> um how long did it take for you to uh get your unemployment so it i actually got it about eh, it took me about a week or two to get it um However, it's kind of, I'm kind of in limbo right now again. Um, something about pending issues, resolution. Uh, the, no, the, the, what is it, the, the holds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the outstanding holds. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, you know, it's, it's going to come, I hope. Yeah. Um, it took me two and a half months to get mine. Yes. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. Um, yeah, my mom's still waiting on hers. I know a few people are still waiting on theirs. Um, I got mine, and then I did. I know I'm not getting it anymore, so I'm just kind of waiting to see what the hell's going on. Um, yeah. But it's a scary time because it's like, you know, I was able to save a little bit from what I got, right? But then I'm thinking about people who haven't gotten anything, who have nothing, who are still waiting, who are still five like, months. Yeah, it's it's awful and. Like, what are we what are you gonna do like what are we supposed to do you know like right. what are we supposed to do this is this shouldn't be you know this shouldn't be um yeah. it's just crazy it's just yeah um, yeah yeah um the tip that people are throwing around for those that have not received their unemployment or are trying to like you know get urgent help um is i've heard that if you like swear or if you yell or if you just be angry on the phone it like develop like there's some sort of like i don't know if it's like a sensor or a monitor or what but like it it puts like an urgency on your call and you will actually get helped like um more efficiently and like more quickly if you like get angry. So if you're on the phone with unemployment and they're not getting you, just get angry and yell and they'll help you. So I gotta be a Karen. I don't wanna be a Karen. <laughs> yeah, don't wanna, I know, like, none of us wanna be the Karens, but at the same time, it's like, if you're on month five and you haven't received a dime from the government that uh, so-called 
is here to like assist you, then you have every reason to be angry. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, it's a sad state of affairs right now. You know, I just think about what other stuff, you know, that people are struggling with on top of having no money because money is a huge stressor, you know, money, you know, money isn't everything, but you feel it when you don't have it. Um, and you know, it's just, it, it really is, you know, I'm just trying to tell myself, like, take care of yourself, you know, just, just take care of yourself more than anything. And, you know, it's going to be okay. Um, but, you know, it's hard. It's hard when you don't see an end in sight. And it's just like, when is this madness going to end? What do you do? Do you, do I go find another job? Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, what do I do? Um, it's a tough situation. And I, you know, I see things and I see things everywhere. And I, you know, I hear people saying like, well, you know, like you're lazy if you're collecting unemployment and all of this. And I just think that's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, fuck off with that shit. I agree. With that shit. I agree. I but yeah, it's like that whole, it goes back to the bootstrap rhetoric, you know, like it's just, it shouldn't be this hard for anybody. No, no. Including the people that still are working. Everyone should be getting paid more. Um, so you said that you worked in nightlife. What were you doing? So I work at Lucid. Um, oh yeah. Clubs. <laughs> clubs, club, clubs. Um, so, you know, we've been, you know, we closed around, you know, we closed up around March, you know, right when, when everything, you know, hit and, um, you know, there's just been a lot of uncertainty with everything and I don't, you know, I don't know you know, what's going to happen, when we're going to open up, and, you know, hopefully soon. I mean, I don't, you know, I guess the response, I don't want to, I want to be careful how I say this, because, you know, on one hand, it's like, okay, we're in a pandemic, you know, you don't really want a ton of people packed in a small space, blah, 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 but it's like, at the same time, you know, people need money, you know, people need to be able to work, and what do you do? Like, you know, like, what do you do? Um, and I think that's kind of what's happening right now with everything, you know, and within the industry, it's like, well, when is it safe to open up? You know, how do you, how do you keep people from dis, you know, how do you keep people distant? You know, how do you maintain social distancing? Like, how do you do that? Um, and it's just crazy with the whole capacity thing. And that's another thing. It's like, well, if we can only have a certain capacity, you know, it's like, how can we make money, you know? And, you know, we, we, you know, we're just kind of in limbo. And again, it's like, am I gonna have, is there gonna be an industry to go back to? Um, yeah. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> we don't yeah, know. I know, yeah. Like, it is challenging because especially if you work in the service industry, like, and, that's what you rely on. Um, yeah, like a lot of it used the word limbo and that's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, I was in the service industry before. Yeah. Um, I was laid off from my job with no communication and found out that they reopened from looking at Facebook. So uh, um, I'm trying to get out of the service industry and trying yeah. to find something in my field yeah. where, you know, I can get paid for my writing. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. I know that some businesses have been like, you know, trying to, they've been adapting and have been trying to like, um, you know, stay afloat and I get that and I respect that for sure I mean as long as they're not taking advantage of their employees um but you know I've seen some places that are open right now that are just still packed with people like <laughs> packed with motherfuckers like nothing is happening like you walk down Brady Street literally a Sunday afternoon I saw hell of motherfuckers it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like you would have never, you would have. Yeah, I saw Nomad. It was packed. <laughs> it's like yeah, like you know, it's a little better if like you know you're you have an outdoor patio or something like that. Like, but 
still. Like, people are just so, like, like, it's like it's it's so magnetized, you know? Mm-hmm. People are just so drawn to, yes. the bar is open, they're going to fucking go to it. Yeah, they're flocking, they're going, they're running, and yeah. You know, and for me, you know, I'm just like, well, I know, you know, once, you know, Lucid opens back up, you know, we won't have a problem getting people in, you know, we won't be a problem because people are anxious. You know, people are anxious, they want to get out, they want to do this. Yeah. But it's like, you know, how do you, again, how do you get drunk people? How do you social, how do you make drunk people social distance? Right? Yeah, I just, <laughs> exactly. I just, I just drink hams in my bedroom and get drunk <laughs> myself. <laughs> um, so what do you, what, what were you doing at Lucid? So I was doing bottle service. Um, okay. So I was doing bottle service. So, you know, I'm- The bougie you know, shit, right? Oh, no. <laughs> Feel like it's so glamorous or whatever. I mean, it can be, it can be, yeah. it can be pretty glamorous. You know? I, yeah, I, I've, uh, I was with some friends one time at site. Um, and we did, we got a bottle service. Like, she's some, one of our friends, like, somehow- had the means to do so like through her job and it is pretty awesome <laughs> it is pretty awesome but there's no way like i i yeah it is from what i understand a lot of money was spent that night yeah a lot yeah a lot of money is always flowing um for sure you know if you want to you know you want to have a good time and people want to spend money and all and stuff like that and I've got you know I've got people asking me now like well where do you guys get open up and everything like that and I'm like I don't know I mean hell I don't know um <laughs> I really don't know yeah um, but it yeah it's it you know it it's a fun job it is a fun job for sure I love it I really do it's it's nice for you know until I you know get into my you know career once I graduate um so it's, you know, it's nice for the time being, you know, it, it, it was paying the bills and uh, I, you know, I enjoyed it because I got to meet a lot of people from, you know, all walks of life and, you know, not everyone in there is, you know, ballers or anything like that, you know, but, you know, it's just, it's interesting being, doing bottle service. It's like, I don't think I'll ever have an, obviously I'll never have another job like it. Um <laughs> But I have many stories I guess I could go into, but... Tell me, yeah, were you working when Shaq was there? I was! I oh, was. shit. <laughs> you know what? That was, it's funny because that was, like, my first, like, that was, like, my, I don't remember exactly, but I think that was, like, one of my first, like, weekend serving because I, I've been with Lucid since 2018, um, but I wasn't doing bottle service the whole time. I was doing hosting. So then I transitioned to bottle service. And yeah, I think that was, uh, I believe that was my second or third week of doing bottle service. And man, was that a hell of an experience. Like, I really had to learn my shit. <laughs> I really had to learn my shit that night. But it was it was awesome. It really was. It was definitely an experience. But was, Were they like, um, did he have like a posse? He did. <laughs> he did. It was crazy. Like it was honestly so crazy. And he's huge. He's oh yeah, huge. he's massive. He's a big dude. Like he is massive. Uh, it was. It was definitely. A, it was a night for sure. But honestly, I was so busy like serving that I didn't even like really get to like interact with him or anything like that. Like he walked past me, but that was it. <laughs> He's, you're just like, whoa. I was like, whoa, this dude is huge. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that was an experience. But yeah, I definitely I've seen some shit. I've seen some shit working in the nightclub for sure. Uh but it's a good time. It's a good time. I've only been to Lucid once and they almost didn't let me in because they didn't like my shoes. <laughs> I was wearing like some like ripped up uh out there vans or it was a couple of years ago. I mean I would definitely come in there with uh, with better drip, as they say. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> I believe I believe it. Um, I've had I've I've had many friends um, denied. Through, yeah. Even though they're my friends, you know, but it's like. But damn, I wear the same I wear the same pair of shoes everywhere, you know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm expected to make like a unique uh, 
appearance based on my footwear. Yeah. Too much to ask of me. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, like, it's been a while, like, I remember when I, like, first turned 21, like, obviously I was going out a lot more, and I went out to the club a couple times with some friends, and, like, I feel like it's a very rare occasion for me where, like, you find me out in, like, Cathedral Square or something like that. Um... Maybe, like, celebrate a friend's birthday or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's me, you know. If I'm not if I'm not working, you know, I work weekends, of course. But, like, if I'm not, like, working, I'm not working. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I've always been a homebody. And, you know, I don't know. I just, like, kind of keep it to myself. I'm not – I know that's going to sound crazy. Like, I'm not a huge, like, people person. I know I do bottle service, so that probably sounds crazy. But – Oh yeah, I get a little I get a little nervous talking to people. I'm like socially awkward at times, honestly. Like now, you know, like now that I've been doing like bottle service for a while, you know, I'm just, I'm in it and I get it. Like I'm, you know, but I'm just not really. I'm not one. I'm not a social person like that. I'm really not. Um, I get that. I get. I'm not either. People <laughs> think I am too, but like I'm actually very reclusive. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's me, like me too. Like I do not. So that's why, like, part of me is like this quarantine has been kind of like a blessing. That's like gonna happen to me. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, a lot of us. A lot of us are finding our ways to glow up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. So I guess I don't know. I know you're kind of steering the interview. I know this is your thing. But how have you been, um, kind of like coping with all of this? Like, how are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. Sure. I love when my guests ask me questions. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's sort of like, it's obviously shifted. Um, like, what I'm doing now is different than what I was doing like three months ago in, you know, the different era of quarantine. Um, the Tiger King era <laughs> quarantine, when that was all everyone was talking about. Um, well, like, at first, you know, like, I mean, I had to cancel the show, like, all the interviews I had, because um, I was doing them in person still, and I wasn't ready to, like, adapt to Zoom, so um, it was hard at first, because I didn't know what I was, um, yeah, I just, I guess I didn't know what, like, was going to fill all that time. I mean, I did end up starting to, like, um, just focus on, like, different things I like to do that you know I wasn't I didn't have as much time to do um like I started watching a ton of movies um I started like watching more tv I started um listening to a ton more music going on a lot more walks like just doing more like introverted activities um I ended up like moving into my own place in May and um, that opened the whole door for me to like do a lot more, but I still hadn't received my unemployment yet. So it yeah. still kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my mom was generous enough to like help me out financially for the time being. I did pay her back once I finally did get unemployment. Um, but yeah, once I got, um, once I got my own place, like um, I started spending more time with um, my partner. Um, I started like, um, you know, doing all the things I said before, but, you know, it was all, like, I had more freedom, like, more space, so having my own place for the first time, like, I started buying furniture, <laughs> which was, like, totally not a thing before that. Um, I, um, yeah, like, when I finally got my unemployment, it was so nice. Um, that was also around the time, like, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter marches were happening. So I had gotten involved in um, the PSL, uh, the Party for Socialism and Liberation, in April. That was when I joined. So I devoted a lot of time to, like, you know, getting more involved in the organization. And I went to a lot of marches. I just tried to, like, educate myself more as an ally. Um, 
and then um yeah like once i once i got my employment like i was able to like start we were able to go out to eat a lot more like go out on more like day trips to like parks and nature and stuff and i spent a week home that was nice um i yeah like and then the last couple weeks has been this so i have been finding navigating my ways you know been going to therapy more to well not going to therapy i'm doing therapy over zoom right now so, <laughs> so it's I've been talking to my therapist and he's been a very great asset to navigating all this. So a lot of ups and downs, um, a lot of just looking myself in the mirror and being like, am I really like as good of a person as like I could be right now? Like what are the ways I still need to grow ways? I still need to hold myself accountable ways. I, you know, still need to like unpack and unlearn things so yeah that's where i'm at um how about you what have, how have you been uh navigating and keeping yourself busy oh god Ooh, where do i start um you know i i you know it's just kind of you know i did you know i i did a few marches myself and um you know you know that was you know really just kind of again like even myself being you know a black person you know I still, you know, there are things that I have to educate myself on, you know, myself and, you know, just been kind of, you know, trying to, you know, take a step back and look at the world for what it is. And, you know, it's like, well, what, what is my place? You know, what is my place in the world? And, you know, what, you know, what is my purpose and how can I, um, you know, how can I make a good impact, whether it be small or large, you know, I've just been kind of, you know, going over, you know, and rehashing, you know, what, you know, my past and, you know, how did I get to this point? Um, you know, it's just been a ton of self-reflection, you know, because I have nothing else to do. It's just been a ton of self-reflection and, you know, just kind of like, well, what kind of person am I? Where am I going? You know, what do I want? And I, you know, this has been a time for me where I can really just sit here and think about what I actually want in life what I need to do to get there. And, you know, you know, what am I going to do once I, you know, meet my goals, you know, because, you know, your goals are ever changing. Um, and, you know, looking back, I never would have thought that I would be in this place that I am. So I'm like, well, you know, how did I get to this point? You know, what can I, you know, do to, you know, like I said, like you said, what, you know, am I, you know, a good enough person? Um, am I doing enough in the world? Um, or am I just sitting here? Am I just sitting here and, you know, just letting the time pass by? Um, and, you know, it's like, you have all the time in the world, for sure. You know, everyone, you know, we all have, we have all the time in the world, even if it doesn't feel like that, we have all the time in the world. But, you know, it's what you do with that time is that's what's, you know, most important. And, you, you know, I decided, you know, I picked up a new, you know, skill. I, you know, I started, um, I'm kind of getting into trading, you know, just kind of trying to, you know, expand myself. And, you know, I'm like, well, just because I'm going for this doesn't mean I can't, you know, you know, work on this or learn this new skill. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of what I've been doing, you know, just trying to be like, okay, you know, what can I add to my list? You know, what can I add to my resume? Um, you know, and, and more, not even so much looking at like a job, you know, a resume for a job, you know, your personal resume. Um, and so, yeah, I've just been kind of just trying to, you know, just better my, I guess better myself, I guess I should say. I know that kind of sounds like corny or whatever. Um, but I'm like, you know, am I also, you know, it's like, okay, I'm, I want to better myself, but, you know, that's more than just picking up a skill, you know, learning a new trade. It's also taking care of yourself and knowing when to ask for help because, you know, I've been, you know, it's been kind of a low point for me just because, again, the uncertainty, but also it's like, okay, how am I going to rebound? How am I going to bounce back from this? How am I going to, you know, move forward and 
you know, do what I need to do to get me back where I am. But I don't want to be where I am. You know, I want to be further. And, you know, it's like, how do I do that? You know, I, you know, you have to, you have to reflect. And, you know, if you don't think about where you came from, you're not going to know where you're going. And, yeah, and, you know, one of my flaws, you know, is, again, not asking for help, not reaching out and not, you know, talking to someone because we all have problems. Like, we all have problems. And I have to tell myself, like, it's not, it's okay. It is okay to tell someone, like, I'm not doing okay today. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a tough day. I'm not doing okay. Um, can you help me out? Like, you know, I'm just feeling really low and I'm feeling like, what's the purpose? And, you know, you have, you have to, you know, just kind of get yourself out of this. Again, I've always been that person. I never ask for help. I don't ask for help. Like if I have a problem, like I'm not going to ask you, like I'm, if I have a problem, like I'm just going to kind of keep it to myself and try, you know, and try and deal with that myself. But I have to realize that everybody goes through shit. And even if, you know, even if you talk to someone and they can't give you all the answers, they can give you a little bit of piece of information that's going to help you keep going. And, you know, that's what I have to tell myself, like, you know, I just have to keep going and, you know, there's going to be roadblocks along the way. But as long as I have, you know, someone there, you know, you can reach out to anybody. You know, and I, I think I need to be good, you know, better about that because, like, I'm the kind of person, if you reach out to me and you tell me like, hey, I'm having a bad day, I may not have all the answers, but I'm going to try and tell you something, you know, and I think I need to be better about that. And that's kind of what I've kind of taken out of this quarantine and, you know, just telling myself, you know, it, there are ways to deal with what's going on. It's going to be okay. And, you know, if you're struggling, like talk to someone, like I literally cannot, like I really you get to a point like I got to a point where I build up everything I literally I build up everything and I don't and then I just I just freak out and I'm like I can't do this like I don't know what I'm you know like this is just, this is all too much for me and you know but it feels you know it really feels good like even as I'm sitting here talking to you it feels good to be able to talk to someone about you know everything you know because everybody stresses everybody stresses like you're, if you don't stress you're lying i think i don't know um i don't know what kind of drugs you're on <laughs> but like you know everybody stresses and you know just trying to keep that in mind like life is not going to be easy it's not going to be easy it's not going to be a cakewalk but you know as long as you can is as, as, as long as i i just tell myself don't lose my peace of mind you know, just don't let any, regardless of what's going on, do not allow whatever the hell is going on to rob you of your peace of mind, because that's all you have. When you have nothing else, when you're poor, you know, whatever, when you have nothing else, you have your peace of mind, and you, you just have to, you know, tell yourself, like, don't let your, you know, regardless of what's going on, you know, because people have issues, like, I have terrible anxiety. I have horrible anxiety I don't really talk to people about it but I do um and you know it's just like I can't let that consume me yeah. and that's just what's keeping me going at the end of the day that is what's keeping me going not allowing whatever is going on in my head to consume me because guess what the world does not care the world honestly like um, um, unless it's your close friends or whatever or your family the world doesn't give a shit about what you're going through. Like the government doesn't give a fuck about what people are struggling with. They don't give a fuck that people are dealing with depression, anxiety, all of this stuff. They don't care. So you have to take care of yourself. You have to, like, you have to make sure that you're keeping, you know, trying to keep your head on straight as best as you can. And that's what I tell myself every day. Like just as long as I can just keep my head right, everything else will follow. That's just what I tell myself. <laughs> totally. Well, thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. That's like, it's, it can be tough, really tough, but, um, but no, I'm, I'm like really happy that, you know, this whole, this year and the circumstances sounds, it sounds like it's boosted your self-awareness. Um, and, um, and I think it has for many people in ways that, are very very new to them um 
because asking for help has become such a like um become a very nuanced thing um help doesn't always come in the form of like needing someone to talk to sometimes it has to come into like we were talking earlier about like just how many people are like financially or um employment wise struggling and uh, sometimes sometimes asking for help comes in the form of like monetary things or asking people to like you know um like be like i'm in a really tough spot is there anything you can do for me or like you know i feel really unsafe right now because of covid or because of you know the violence against uh black and brown folks the violence against lgbt lgbtq plus folks and like um just how amplified um a lot of these things are because people don't have like normal ways of coping or normal ways of validation normal resources because not everything is open right now or not everyone feels safe yeah congregating right now and like all that has raised like new ways we've had to adapt ourselves into you know moving forward and coping and yeah like i'm like i feel like i'm kind of similar to you like where i i hate asking for help yeah <laughs> you know and i i like to i hate burdening people with like when i feel that i'm is, not feeling so hot yeah um because like i don't because like when i was younger when i was like a lot less mature and less self-aware like i used to put my problems outwardly on other people and it pushed people away from me and i'm so afraid of like things happening like that again where i don't want to like tell people hey i need your help you know yeah. like but i mean like i've i think that um i mean having a therapist definitely helps um because i can sort of articulate those feelings with somebody who is literally there to listen to your problems yeah um but um yeah i mean it's also forced us to like evaluate our relationships very differently um with our significant others with our friends with our family with you know people we interact with normally day to day like i mean there's people that may I may have been friends with when all this started, and there's people that, and I'm not going to be I'm, that they're not my friends on the way out of this because yeah. of, you know, the times have shown their true colors. But there's also people I've gained. Uh, there's people that you know are my friends now because of said circumstances that, you know we found ways to relate to each other and there's a silver lining we don't know when how long this is going to go there's a sense of ambiguity that gives a lot of existential dread to everybody but you know i'm hoping that interactions like these um that come in the form of checking in with one another and um just having somebody else to process with goes a long way Oh yeah, definitely. I agree. And I think that, you know, I think we have to get out of this stigma of asking for help. Um, and again, whether that comes, you know, for when you're, you know, whether you're looking for financial help or anything like that, I think there's, you know, I think we need to get out of that. And yeah. It, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with falling on your ass. Like you're falling on your face. Like you fall every, you know, people fall and it's okay. Like it is okay. And it is nothing to be ashamed of. And I just hate that. I hate, you know, that people have made it, you know, seem that, you know, if you're, again, if you're collecting unemployment, if you're collecting welfare, it's like, I don't know about you, but I don't know people 
I personally don't know anyone that's like proud like to have to ask, you know, like I don't I don't know, you know, no one's happy having to live on a system. No one like no one like no one's, you know, jumping up for joy for that. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day it's like we all we have to get out of the stigma of asking for help because at the end of the day, we all need help. We all are human, we all need help, we all start at different places so everybody needs you know that little push like every and again like you know everybody deserves to you know live you know everyone deserves to have the basic needs um there's nothing wrong with that there everyone deserves that um you know at the end of the day and just to see you know just again kind of the temperament around people collecting unemployment and all of this you know it's just like it's just crazy to me. It really is because we're human. Like I could never, I could never be that person that would deny, you know. Yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. It really is crazy, and it's just sad, and it's just. Yeah. How, well, where have we gone as, you know, where have we gone as a society to where it's like, whatever, like you know, you don't have this. Oh well, you know, like figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. The two-party system is trash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would probably make it about another hour if we got into <laughs> I know. It's, it, it genuinely is trash. Um, the system is set up for you to fail. I'm just going to, like, honestly, it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not meant for the average person. I'm going to tell you that. I mean, but you know this. You know this. I mean, we know this. Yeah. Um, I saw a tweet recently that was like, free prisoners in there for weed and like that's what the people say and then republicans are like no and then democrats <laughs> are like no with a heart emoji <laughs> as long as we have a two-party system we're fucked like whatever yeah yeah what are you gonna do i mean but yeah yeah and like you know like you said it's not it's really not like no one should be ashamed if like they're really struggling right now financially like it's like it should not be this way and in like redistribution of wealth is a beautiful thing and like when i got my unemployment like you know i tried to give it to anybody that you know needed it i mean obviously like i I'm on a budget. I can't just like, you know, I can't be frivolous with it, but I did help a couple people that hadn't received their benefits yet. I donated money to orgs that I care about. Um, and uh, because I had asked for help financially from some people too, um, especially my mom, um, in addition to a couple other trusted friends that were very kind to me um and as such like i have i would be more than happy to give somebody a little money just to like you know help them eat through the week yeah like so yeah i we're, we're quickly um we're quickly quickly abandoning obsolete systems of like that are very clearly you know expanding wealth disparities and expanding like that are just blatantly classist like i'm hoping that all of us i'm hoping that for one like you know the pandemic has made a case for ubi universal basic income and also uh i hope more things get socialized I also think, I hope that uh, on an in, internal and personal level, people come out of the pandemic as stronger, more resilient, and just better people that hold themselves accountable more. Um, yeah. <laughs> definitely, you know, yeah, it's definitely an experience for sure for the books and uh, yeah. Well, you're finishing school, congrats. Thank you. Exciting. Finally, you know, I kind of got off track a little bit. You know, I had some shit happen. I won't go into details per se, but, um, you know, it kind of set me off track. And then I was just kind of like, well, 
do I just say whatever and just, you know, but I, you know, for me, it's not even, you know, about getting a good job because Lord knows I want, you know, I want to right. get a good job in something. Like that's so on the back burner right now. Yeah, I just want my degree at this point, you know, and just feeling like, okay, like I have something to show for what the hell I've been going through because, you know, it's just like some days I'm just like, what the hell is the point of this, you know, it's like, whatever, but I'm, you know, I'm happy that I'm finally able to move on to the final chapter of my life. College has been a hell of a ride, <laughs> for sure, like, it's been a hell of a ride, and, you know, we've known each other for so long, and it's just, like, crazy, so much shit, like, so much just has happened, um, you know, since then, and, you know, it's just been crazy, but I'm just finally happy that I'm okay, like, I'm, the end is near for me. I know. <laughs> the end so is, is finally here. Is this coming semester your last one? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll solve it. hopefully, you know, it'll be safe to do some bottle service when you're done, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I don't yeah. know. I mean, at this point, I'm like, who the hell knows? I'm ready to just take a spaceship off this planet. Yeah, who am I? Who am I getting getting bottle service anyway? <laughs> well, Tamara, I'm really happy that you know you have some positives um, in view on the horizon here, and I'm happy that you've been finding ways to you know navigate you know the many changes. Thank you so much. Well, personally and on a bigger scale. And um, yeah, and I wish you the best with in your final semester at school. And I'm really Thank proud of you. you. Thank You're you. Welcome. I'd love to. I'd love to come on again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will. We'll do a little follow up uh, once um, the on the other side. On the other side. <laughs> so uh, as we close out um, tomorrow, what keeps you up at night? Oh gosh, oh, what keeps me up at night? Oh boy, this is a this is a big question, huh? What what keeps me up at night? Those people up. It does. It does. You know, it's funny. I was actually watching. I was actually watching your other interviews, trying to prepare myself for this. <laughs> you did some some homework. <laughs> what keeps me up at night? Um, you know what? What keeps me up at night? Just knowing that you know. Again, kind of going back to the pandemic. Just thinking about how much time we've had to reflect, right? And just how much time we've had. And what keeps me up at night is just how, you know, it's crazy how time has become our enemy. That's what keeps me up at night. Just knowing that time has become our enemy. And we live in a society where it's like, we have to do this now. We have to be this. We have to be at this point at this age. You have to graduate at this age. You have to be doing this. You have to start a family at this, at this time. And it's like, doesn't matter you know like that's capitalism yes exactly exactly you know and i i'm just like i want my time back you know i want my time back and i feel like time is you know time has become they say time is money and i mean you know that is true you know that is true um but time is it's crazy like this pandemic has really made me consider how valuable time is. Like it really is. And yeah, that's what keeps me up at night. The fact that like we are so willing and you have to, it's not even also more, you know, so much being willing, but you have to give up so much of your time just to get by, mm -hmm. just to be able to make, you know, even to you, you know, just to be able to pay the bills. Like we sacrifice so much you know we sacrifice so much time that we're never gonna get back for what like what like what is you know for what um you know just you know just to make a few bucks um it's really it's really you know it's crazy it really is sad like how we how how time is just not it it's important but it's not valued enough personally you know i don't i i feel that like I really, really have not had an opportunity to value how much time that I've had. And it's just, yeah, that's what keeps me up at night, to be honest with you. Just the fact that, like, we're working to die, <laughs> you know? Uh, 
you know it's like this is this is what we're doing we're working just to die like is that what is that where we are right like i want my damn time back okay <laughs> you know i want to be able to do things and you know and stuff like that and yeah that's the way capitalism works right that's true, yeah. <laughs> what puts you to sleep what puts me to sleep Ooh, i wasn't i wasn't expecting this <laughs> they they both come together what puts me to sleep? What puts me to sleep is knowing that, you know, it's always a new day. You know, you wake up whatever you want, you know, whatever you want in life. Like, there's no one, there's no one, you know, that can really stop you. And obviously, you know, people start at different places. People have the means to do certain things that others don't. Um, because I get it. Like, I grew up poor, so I understand um but just knowing that every day is a new day you know every day is a new day you know it's like something embarrassing happening happening to you right you're like oh my god people are gonna remember this forever and then time passes and then what no one's thinking about it. or the next day no one's thinking about it so for me what puts me in a bad is knowing that i can wake up in the morning and i can seize the day and do whatever i feel that you know i want to do that day um, there is nothing, you know, obviously, again, you know, there's financial means and stuff like that, but just knowing every day is a new day, and that's what keeps me going, you know, every day is a new day, and every day there are new opportunities that arise, and it's, yeah, it's just time is, time is something, let me tell you, you know, it's like, we all want, we want time to ourselves, but at the same time, it's like, we're, it's like, we're always trying to beat the clock, you know, we're always trying to beat the clock. And again, you know, every day is a new day to make a difference, you know, in your life. <laughs> thank you for being on the show tomorrow. Yeah, thank you, Ben. It's lovely to see you. I think that, you know, the philosophies, like you can hear them a thousand times, but, you know, we have to follow our own advice and remember to like, you know, sustain the present moment as long as we can because it's all we've got. Yeah. Um, Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, everybody. We will see you next time. Thank you, Ben. <laughs>